Hello and welcome back to episode 23 of Mondo Cool Movie Dudes. My name is Mac. Uh, my name is Sean. And my name is Keith. This week's movie is 1987's Evil Dead 2, directed by Sam Raimi, starring Bruce Campbell, John Peaks, Denise Bixler, Sarah Barry, Richard Domer, Dan Hicks, Cassie DePaiva, and Ted Raimi. Evil Dead 2 was a 1987 comedic horror film and is a sequel and semi-remake of the 1981 film The Evil Dead. How about a plot synopsis? Man, all this sounds so familiar. Yeah, you've heard it's all of coming it. back to me now. <laughs> Groundhog Day. <laughs> Ever heard of Deja Vu? Deja Vu. Oh, that sounds so damn familiar. Mm. That was, yeah, it's that bad, right? They covered that? Oh, yeah. That is a, I was going to say, that is a movie. <laughs> Ashley Williams travels to a secluded cabin in the woods with his girlfriend, Linda, where they find a tape recording of a professor and a book of evil. This unleashes a bunch of evil spirits that constantly terrorize Ash. Meanwhile, a journalist comes to the area to study the book of evil. Ash and her end up having to survive this swarm of evil until morning comes. So evil. Fun fact, there is no journalist in this movie. Yeah, what the fuck? I'm pretty sure. We determined this yesterday. There is an extensive amount of evil, though. There is, yeah, Mondo evil. (laughs) Almost too much evil. So what's our history with this movie? We had some evil befall us last night, didn't we? Well, we we tried recording it last night, and fucking Job and the Gremlins just fucking infected the computer. Yeah, they teamed up. Stopped the recording somehow. We had to go out and buy a whole new computer. It turned into, like, a liquidated pile of metal It did. The Lawnmower Man 3, Job's Gremlin War. Yeah, I mean, who knew? Cyber God came in and fucked us up. (laughs) Who knew that shit would happen? We recorded for an hour and ten minutes last night, and Audacity just ate the whole episode, basically. It was good shit. Yeah, it was good. Hopefully this one's as good. I guess we'll let you be the judge. Yeah. <laughs> it's your imagination of what the first recording was like. So what's our history other than that? <laughs> <laughs> I've watched this movie for the first time when I was only the wee lass of eight years old. Eight? Yeah. Oh, shit. Wow. No, I was a youngin when I watched this for the paint. first time. Nice. This movie always stuck with me. Like, I, I never really thought of it as a comedy so much when I was a kid like I was actually legitimately unnerved by this film but again I was 8 years old so that makes sense two scenes of this movie stuck with me throughout the years I'll delve upon those more once we come to them throughout the review my history is fairly extensive I've seen this movie several times I actually saw this way later in my life I saw the first one with Corey when I think I was like 17 I didn't watch Evil Dead 2 until I was like 20 21 something like that it was way late I owned the DVD got like a enhanced remastered edition THQ THX, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> THQ made that shitty game. Yeah. <laughs> TMX Extreme. Oh, yeah, DVD. THQ made fucking Fistful of Boomstick. <laughs> oh, God, that's right. <laughs> I don't have much of a history with this movie. I've seen it quite a bit now. We have kind of a Halloween movie marathon named after it, Dead by Dawn. But yeah, Mac has more of a history with this movie. I've seen it probably at least eight times. I actually saw this one last in the series. It's something I forgot about the first time we recorded. Maybe it's a blessing in skies. The first one I saw was Army of Darkness. Like what you said, Keith, about this movie is like what I would say about the third one like it was on fucking USA characters welcome or whatever a lot when I was a kid and that one I think is maybe the least scary and the most funny but it was still like a little crazy for me at that age but it was like couldn't look away I felt like I was in on something kind of cool and weird I had never really heard of them anybody else talk about the movie actually I think a lot of kids had the same history with I'm getting into another movie but fuck it same series I guess <laughs> I took tennis lessons because I'm a true prep uh, when I was <laughs> eight or nine yeah down at the yacht club hi my name's after the, Chad after the squad match. Uh, yeah, a lot of kids my age had seen it too and had similar opinions. Well, when you weren't playing lacrosse and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't drinking mint juleps on Kentucky Derby Day oh, with Uncle man. Throckmorton. Going down for a day at the races. Yeah. <laughs> the playing the ponies. 
Uh, you got a good feeling on this one. When I was probably early 20s, I watched the whole series with Ben, you may know from episode 9, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Hashtag, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Then I saw the first one, and I like that one. It's more of straightforward horror. And then the second one, and that became my favorite. And I used to watch it a lot when I was sick for some reason, at least a few times. And yeah, like we're actually doing the sixth edition of this tonight, but our group of friends, since 2012, we've done this a little horror film festival movie marathon around Halloween time. And it's called Dead by Dawn. And and sort of named after this movie and the first three years at least it was the opening film kind of set the tone for the night something scary but fun so that's my history I guess we can discuss the cast first up the inimitable Bruce Campbell in Fistful of Boomstick he was so good in that that was like the only redeeming thing to that game though <laughs> the fact that he actually did the voice for that but no no I'm just kidding <laughs> Fuck that shit. Bruce Campbell, oh man, he did a great job in this movie. Would you say that this is his best movie out of every movie that he's been in? Out of all the ones that I've seen, probably. Yeah. I think he's like probably close to as good in Army of Darkness. I'd say this is his crowning achievement out of what I've seen. Yeah. In my opinion, this is his best performance, yeah. without uh, a doubt. No, this guy, he shows the most range in this movie. Yeah, he's all over the place. Yeah. This guy put on a show. Put on a clinic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great dramatic acting, great comedic acting, good physical acting. Yeah, and good dramatic acting with like heavy makeup like really heavy makeup and that's mm. probably pretty hard to do but pulled it off the physical acting in this was just like how the fuck did he do that when he's like fucking around with his hand and stuff it looks like I couldn't do that that's for damn sure that's I don't a know. good slapstick and like, yeah really funny great overacting when overacting was called for and just killed it and he really carried the movie that's the thing like from minute 9 to about minute 35 of this movie it's mostly just him which is something I didn't really think about until I watched it for the show looking at it more critically it's like wow that's quite an achievement to hear that whole movie for about 25 minutes because you don't really think about it while you're watching it it. that's just him because it's not easy to do a solo performance for that long we got uh, john peaks who did professor noby we mostly hear on tape but he also does the opening narration yeah we see him as a ghost for a little while i thought he was good he's not in the movie a whole lot but not a lot of people are in the movie a whole lot he's got a striking voice he uh articulates very well super good at that (laughs) yeah yeah he's only in like two movies and a couple tv shows his whole career that was it i wonder if he did more voiceover work because he definitely could have. Denise Bixler played Linda. She was like almost a non-entity in this movie because she's only in it for like the first 10-20 minutes. Oh, I thought Linda was awesome, dude. If she's doing all of the fucking when she's possessed, if she's mm. doing, I know she's not doing the claymation bit because what the fuck. <laughs> Definitely the head and like that acting. Like she plays a sweetheart at the beginning and then she turns into a monster and I think she sells both of them well. Very well. Yeah, I liked her. Yeah, she's only like normal Linda for like what the first 10 minutes. And then, yeah, something But like, like demon Linda, she's fucking awesome. Yeah, really great. Pretty creepy. Sarah Barry, who played Annie. She's, if there's like a second build, it's probably her. She's the professor's daughter and she gets, probably besides Bruce, like the most uh, screen time. Yeah, she's a screamer, not a singer. True. She does scream very well. No, her acting was pretty good. Yeah, definitely number two dog next to Bruce Campbell there. She emoted well. I believed her acting. Yeah, I guess like I bought her as just kind of like a stuffy little bitch at the beginning and then <laughs> she kind of turned into a more like a heroine character and helped out, shot up. I like that uh, yeah, the characters that live the longest, including her, are like they actually, they're able to like keep their head better. They have a stronger will to live. And she was definitely had that. And then there's Richard Domare. I don't even fucking remember his name. He's just like the blonde guy. Fred. Yeah, He's Fred, Fred yeah, from yeah, Scooby-Doo. He, he had a Fred-like appearance. He needs a neckerchief. <laughs> he didn't yeah, have the ascot. That would have completed it. Yeah. He's good in demon mode. Same thing. <laughs> I don't know if he does much when he's just a regular prep. Most of these actors, Sans, Ash, and Linda, they're all pretty much just pigs to the slaughter until they uh, turn into deadites. That's when they can really have a chance to, like, sort of shine. As humans, they're pretty much forgettable. Yeah, basically. (laughs) 
kind of like a Friday the 13th cast. Like, they're just kind of lambs for the slaughter sort of situation. It's just really three characters that are iconic. Linda, Bruce Campbell, and Annie. Just throw them in there together. The two hillbillies, Dan Hicks and Cassie DePaiva, who played Jake and Bobby Joe. <laughs> Bobby Joe! I thought they were fucking awesome characters in this movie. <laughs> the acting was good for them, too. They were fun characters to have in this movie. Yeah, they're all right. I, I can't remember fucking anything that I said yesterday. Like, I had more to say about these people yeah, yesterday. I'm not even trying. Ted Raimi played Henrietta, the possessed version of Henrietta. He, he was fucking awesome. I thought oh, yeah. he was, like, freaky, but fucking really funny. Really good makeup. Such a weird voice. Like, who's in my fruit cellar? <laughs> Too many big breakfasts. Too many fucking McDonald's fucking breakfasts. And thunder thighs. Damn. It reminds me of that <laughs> short from a creep show. It's like Father's Day or something, where it's like, where's my cake? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. banging at the table. Like, it's a lot like that. Overall, I think it was a good cast. Yeah, definitely solid. Did a good job. So get into the brief history of Evil Dead 2. Sam Raimi's debut feature, The Evil Dead, premiered in October 1981 and achieved a wide release in 1983. The possibility of a sequel was first discussed while that film was still being made. Raimi liked the idea of sending Ash back in time to the Middle Ages, a concept that was fleshed out in his later film, Army of Darkness. Following the original Evil Dead, Raimi moved on to Crime Wave, a crime comedy film that he co-wrote with Joel and Ethan Coen, released in 1985, although it didn't come out in the U.S. until 86. Irvin Shapiro, who helped get The Evil Dead distributed in the United States, urged Raimi to make a sequel to that film. Raimi rejected the idea, expecting Crime Wave to be a hit. However, it was a critical and commercial disaster, only being shown in seven theaters in the United States and grossing about $5,100 domestically off a $2.5 million budget. Regardless, Shapiro started running ads promoting an Evil Dead sequel, whether Raimi liked it or not. <laughs> so you're making it, dude. He said it was like um, when Nintendo did the Sakurai with Smash Brothers because he wanted to end it with Melee and then he was like, all right, fine, sure, whatever, I'll do Brawl. And then they commissioned him with the fourth one without even telling him. <laughs> That's shitty. What a fucking shitty thing to do to people. Every time you say crime wave, I keep thinking it's like a subgenre of music like vaporwave or dark wave. <laughs> I keep thinking of a, a subgenre of a film. Like, what would that be? Raimi and producer Robert Tappert then agreed to make the sequel Shapiro wanted, knowing they couldn't afford another disaster. Around this time, Italian film producer Dino De Laurentiis offered Raimi the job of directing the film adaptation of the Stephen King novel Thinner. He turned it down, but De Laurentiis continued to keep an eye on his career. While directing his 1986 film, A Maximum Overdrive, Stephen King heard from a crew member that he could get cocaine for $5 from one of the guys in craft services. I made that up. Uh, <laughs> while directing his 1986 film, Maximum Overdrive, Stephen King heard from a crew member that the Evil Dead sequel was having trouble getting funding. King had given the first Evil Dead a glowing review and called De Laurentiis, asking him to get behind the film. He was skeptical at first, but changed his mind when informed just how much money the first film had made in Italy. I'm not sure how much it was, but I guess it was a lot. Raimi and Tappert were given $3.6 million to make their movie, 400000 short of what they'd hoped for, which meant the medieval setting had to be mostly cut. The script was mostly written while Crime Wave was in production. It was co-written by Raimi's friend, the writer, director, and producer, Scott Spiegel. He directed several comedic short films when he was young, many featuring his childhood friend, Bruce Campbell, and he didn't think the sequel should be as much of a pure horror film as the original. Initially, the new film was going to feature all five main characters from the original, but it was narrowed down to just Ash and Linda to save money. Another idea was having Ash be held captive by escaped prisoners looking for buried treasure. Most of the movie was written while Raimi and Spiegel were living in a house
Ghost in Los Angeles with the Coen brothers, Francis McDormand, Kathy Bates, and Holly Hunter. It's been an interesting like, situation. What kind of sitcom would that have been? That's like fucking <laughs> gothic, that movie where all those fucking writers got together and did yeah. drugs and shit. Yeah, it's like, what the it. fuck? Well, Francis McDormand is married to, I think, Joel Coen. Oh, I thought you were going to say Mary Shelley's corpse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Francis was born in Bates Holly Hunter, who was the inspiration for the character of Bobby Joe, whom Raimi initially wanted to play the part. Raimi and Bruce Campbell both stated that Evil Dead 2 was intended to be a direct sequel to the first film, despite several continuity problems. The Necronomicon appears despite it being destroyed in the first film. The cabin appears intact despite the damage it took in that movie, and Ash attempts to escape over a bridge destroyed in the first movie, <coughs> seemingly not remembering that it happened. However, this is part due to the fact that the production couldn't get the rights to use parts of the first film as a recap, so the beginning had to be reshot. Which, that's insane. Yeah, I don't know how you could not get the rights to your own movie. Most of the movie was shot in the small town of Wadesboro, North Carolina, with the interiors being shot in the local junior high school. Uh, some scenes were shot in Detroit, Michigan. Sam Raimi's younger brother, Ted, played the demonically possessed version of Henrietta and literally sweated out pints of water while wearing the heavy latex costume. Man, I wonder how much pounds he lost. I bet he did lose some serious yeah. weight sweat lodge oh fuck <laughs> i guess there, there is one scene where you can see like sweat just like pouring out of the ear hole of the oh, costume God. man i missed that i must yeah I, I never that. caught that either that's just something i read on imdb scan through frame by frame later <laughs> yeah dude track it down the actors in the demonic makeup couldn't see it all and only knew what to do and when through extensive rehearsals the first night to raise his sword in honor of ash towards the end of the movie was played by sam raimi the success of the film led to another sequel army of darkness sometimes known as evil dead 3 in 1992 and eventually even a TV series, Ash vs. Evil Dead, which began in 2015, and in 2013 there was a remake of the first film. Evil Dead 2 was made with a budget of $3.6 million and made how much worldwide? I'll pretend you guys don't know already. I mean, honestly, I don't remember. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> it made you 5 said, million. You said 5 last time. Yeah, I went up to like 20 million, but I'm gonna cut it cut a little bit shorter. I'm gonna go say 4 million. Keith's closest, it was 5.9 oh, million dollars. without going over. Do 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 do. Fuck! Including 800000 in its opening weekend. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, for a cheap-ass movie, that's not a bad take. That's really good. It's a little bit about the main man, Sam Raimi. <laughs> it's just the free Sam. Sam Raimi, that is. I am Sam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. A Sean Penn there. Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, <laughs> you never go full retard. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> guy you worked with used to play that fucking soundtrack at work all the time. Really? <laughs> it's just covers of Beatles songs. But most of them aren't very good. Oh. That sucks. Because the main character's like obsessed with John Lennon. Oh. Well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Born in Royal Oak, Michigan in 1959, Sam Raimi began making films in the late 70s and is considered one of the most innovative directors of the 1980s and 90s by me. He it's first, true fact. It's I'd, true fact. Probably by a lot of people. I don't know. By the universe standards. Yeah. It's true fact. By the God standards, man. In this dimension and others. He first made his mark with 1981's The Evil Dead and is also known for Crime Wave. Unfortunately, Dark Man, Army of Darkness, The Quick and the Dead, A Simple Plan, For the Love of the Game, The Gift, The Trilogy. Of Spider Man films released between 2002 and 2007, Drag Me to Hell, and Oz the Great and Powerful. Raimi's also produced numerous films and has performed cameos in many others. He was also a screenwriter and second unit director on the 1994 Coen Brothers film The Hudsucker Proxy, which Hudsucker. I haven't seen, but I heard it's pretty good. Crazy sounding title, The Hudsucker. <laughs> yeah, it takes place in the 40s. It's like Robbins, Tim Robbins, and oh, like invents right. some toy. Huh. Yeah, it's sort of like based on the guy invented the hula hoop or something, maybe. So I guess we can get into this movie again. Before we we 
do. Yeah. Pause it and save it. Good oh, oh, idea. Oh. So this movie, we all had like different DVDs. You have a Blu-ray. Mine is the one of the ones that just starts. And I like that the before that, there's this really bad fucking CG logo of Elite Entertainment with like, boom, boom, bah, boom, bah. <laughs> and it's like this shitty graphic. It looks like it's from Tim and Eric. But like, Holy shit. The logo being drawn on with like a laser. Holy fuck, I've never heard of that company. <laughs> yeah, they probably That's don't exist anymore. That's right. pretty funny. Yours had the goofy little intro blurb there. Yours yeah, had a disclaimer. Warning. Yeah, mine had a warning. It said, warning, this film may contain scenes which may be too intense for persons under the age of 17. And that really brought me back to like Silent Hill or Resident <laughs> Evil. I was like, what, am I playing a game? What the hell's going on? Yeah, this movie may contain scenes of explicit violence or gore. Yeah, I was like, is this really that intense? I guess. And yeah. there was something I thought was kind of funny. I should have just put this in history. The Deal Rennes Entertainment Group has a rule against releasing unrated films, which just actually went to theaters unrated. So it's released under the Rosebud label because he just created an ad hoc thing just for this one movie. I thought that was kind of funny. And we hear some eerie chanting. We get that, that opening narration telling us all about the Book of the Dead. The Necronomicon Ex Mortis, roughly translated Book of the Dead. And we see it show up in like a puff of smoke. And there's this weird swirly shit in the background. It looks really cool. And like the, demons flying at you and cackling. Blood yeah, ocean. The book opens and flips through the pages. It gets inked in by the blood ocean yeah, blood or really, whatever. Yeah, the, like, book, the oceans ran red with blood. And, and so like that blood was used to ink the book. Wouldn't that like be really watery and just run? But, I think that's just red tide, dude. That happens every year, right? Yeah, I mean, fucking bullshit. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's just red water. It's red with the blood of fish. That's what that's what's going on with it. <laughs> yeah, the book serves as a gateway to another evil world or something. Yeah, it disappeared in the year 1300. And at this point, I was thinking about like, I really like the whole mythology and world that these movies take place in. It's pretty cool and pretty unique, I think. Yeah, it is really cool. It's kind of like that colonial story of like taking something back that you shouldn't have taken from somewhere. Like the mummy's curse or, you know, something oh, like yeah. that. Or like what you said on um, Dead Alive when they bring yeah. the, uh, the jungle rat monkey yeah. thing back. We were all talking about how this was seems to be like a direct inspiration for Dead Alive. Like For a lot of movies, really. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, some of the look and feel of a movie like People Under the Stairs. The weird frenetic energy of this kind of movie, so you start to see that and, and also the, the gore factor. Yeah, I do. I really do like the setup. It is like very classic as far as like a monster horror movie thing. I mean, it has some of the hallmarks, but it doesn't feel super like an 80s movie. Not it's not all. like Fright Night or Cronenberg's The Fly, which yeah. obviously are great movies, but you feel the time period. This yeah. one you don't so much. Yeah, it does really feel pretty timeless. Yeah, it's not a whole lot to tell you. It's 87. And then we cut to our main story here, and we see Ashen and his lady Linda, and they're driving right down the middle of the road, I noticed. Like, they're right on the yellow line. Yeah, try to catch that. <laughs> was Ash booze in it? In the car? He's I, probably pre-gaming. He might have been. <laughs> probably just Raimi thought it would be a cool visual. It's funny, because um, that car is in, like, everything that he that he's worked on, isn't it? What's the model of that car again? Do you know? I know it's an Oldsmobile. Like I don't a, know the model or, like, the year. I definitely know it's in every single fucking Evil Dead thing. Yeah, it's right. even in every, uh, the series Ash vs. Evil still Dead. Yeah. That thing. Yeah. Yep. Was it in Drag Me to Hell? I think it made, like, a cameo appearance. Yeah, it just, it? like, drove by. I didn't know that. Is it, like, even in the Spider-Man movies? I think I it was. Interesting. That's cool as fuck, man. That's cool <laughs> AF. I wonder if it's, <laughs> just, it's the same car or if they've had several over the years. It'd be cool mm. if they actually maintain the same vehicle. That would be cool. So they're talking about the cabin that they're on their way to, and Ash is just playing it down. Like, oh, it's a little run down. You know, it's fine. Yeah, like, he's familiar with it. He's mm. been to this place before. Like, he fucking broke in and drank, like, last Halloween there. Or Seems like he <laughs> must have. Yeah, he's yeah. partying down there or something. <laughs> so they're looking for it. He's trying to remember what, where the road is exactly. And they go across a spooky bridge, and they go into the cabin there, and Ash is fucking the Lord of 
piano. He's wailing on those keys, playing some nice classical music. Winslow Leach Melt would my be mind. jealous. Yeah. yeah. Winslow, yeah, he'd probably murder Ash. He's probably, he'd probably get <laughs> that him. jealous. Hit him with a neon lightning bolt like he did beef. Plunge him to death. Definitely would kill him. Or he'd just fall victim to Swan. Again, <laughs> yeah. Take rip off his talents. Oh, that'd be a cool movie. <laughs> that'd be weird, wild stuff. Let's travel back in time. Yeah, it gives him a, a touch of class and sophistication i like this shot too where he's like in the piano and like it shows his face and then like his girlfriend's dancing ballet or whatever in the background out of focus it looks like they're about to start making out and then he gives her like yeah what did you say it was like a looking glass maybe well it looked like a locket at first but later on it looks like a looking glass so i don't know if that sure has any it relevance some, it's like sort some, of jewelry yeah some yeah. kind of like pendant she's like you know what if people that own this place come back and she's like buck oh, naked gonna get fucking buck on the table <laughs> It wasn't me. What the fuck? It wasn't Got me. Got red-handed. It wasn't me. <laughs> on the bathroom floor. We're banging on the bathroom floor. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, just nice. tell him it wasn't me. Nice pull, dude. Yeah, it wasn't me. And you just leave. Like... <laughs> And yeah, he's like, oh, just tell him, we'll just tell him the car broke down. And he starts talking like really goofy and this clearly ADRs makes it even funnier. It's like, hey, baby, let's say you had some champagne. After all, I'm a man and you're a woman. At least the last time I checked. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck it's so that? fucking funny. He never talks like that anytime like, else in the man, movie. Man, who the fuck ever talks like that? <laughs> it's not the last time we'll get hit with the ADR bug, though. We know that. Oh, man. Some of it's really cool. That's when he finds the tape recorder around this time. Yeah, he gets a champagne bottle. Casually flips it on. Linda's like, well, what's on it? And it's the voice of Professor Raymond explaining all yeah. of his findings Raymond of the Book Nobi. of the Dead and all this shit. Oh, we get like a cutscene, right? Yeah, where they go to what they call the Castle of Kantar and it goes with his wife, daughter, and one of the, some associate professor who I think might be the blonde-haired guy that we see later. Not sure. And they find this book in some rear chamber and he begins translating it in the cabin and he talks about something in the book about like dark, evil forces that roam the forest and according to the book, like recycling certain passages gives the demons the power to possess people and that's when he starts reading those passages and then we get our first crazy like demon cam shot oh man it's fucking awesome it's like this crazy noise and it's it's like the cameras seems to just be flying hovering towards the cabin dangling from a wire but it's like moving forward really fast yeah it's like the audience takes like the point of view of the demon or something which is pretty cool pretty it's unique. very cool very inventive yeah some of my favorite shots in the movie are yeah. from that point of view it's a really great way to get around showing it and mm. like having to get those effects and stuff like, oh it's, it's so much cooler to perfect. not see it yeah it's just, really perfect seeing what it sees yeah and it busts through the window right at Linda and then and Ash she goes gone. in and she's gone but the, the window's all broken and he drops a champagne bottle in shock. Yeah, so we see that Linda is possessed now. Yeah, he goes out in the woods to like try to find her and she flies out of nowhere. Her eyes are milky white. It's like cackling. She's got sharp ass teeth. Yeah, and her mouth is Her teeth are like super yellowy but the mouth is like really red something. It's mm. it's weird. It's a cool visual and yeah, yeah, she jumps right over him and he just chops her head clean off with a shovel. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Like fucking Frank West over here. Yeah. <laughs> it's a journalist. Uh, it sounded like someone hitting a dodgeball with a baseball bat. <laughs> Clonk. Is that a dodgeball with a baseball bat? <laughs> Clonk? Fuck that. That's not that. That's sort of close. And he buries her body. I don't really know where her head goes. And then maybe the head went into. I don't know. The, uh, there's a cool shot where the camera's sort of looking up at him. And he has this makeshift cross. It's just a couple branches tied together. And he jams it into the ground. Yeah. Doesn't lightning strike too when he like puts he, it in the ground? It does. There's like a shot of the awesome. full moon. And we see like another demon view crashes through the cabin. After he buries her, like he's like, fuck it, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. uh, Tries to get in the car. Yeah, he hops in the car and then he takes off. He drives to the bridge only to find that 
the bridge has been completely destroyed by something supernatural, it seems. Yeah, like it's all twisted and bent. It was like oh, so, metal. Yeah, we skipped over something. It was before that that the demon just like crashes into him and he's like flying all through the air. Yeah, that's right. And like spinning around and it looks like he's standing still but the environment's moving like at like 9 trillion light years per nanosecond. Yeah, it's like a great him. effect. Yeah, he's spinning around clockwise. Bruce and, Campbell's just like, oh. It's almost like, a, like those yeah. Duck Dodgers cartoons. I don't know if you remember that where he's like flying oh, through like the dimen dimensional like voids or whatever. Like he's standing stock and he's just like spinning in a circle kind of. Oh, do you mean Buck Rogers? Yeah, Buck Rogers. Oh, it's That's like it. Duck Dodgers. Wasn't that there's, like Looney Tunes? There's Duck Rogers on Looney Tunes. Okay. Like when it's Daffy Duck in space or whatever. Yeah, it's like shot up into the air, right? He's flying through yeah, the yeah. air with the greatest of ease. <laughs> Teeth are like chiclets. <laughs> German potato soup. <laughs> yeah, and then he like smashes finally into a tree and then like splats maybe in slow motion in, into this nasty puddle. Disgusting Poopy shit. water. Poop shrimp. water. Yeah, just yeah. shrimp. <laughs> it's just like face down in the puddle for five or ten seconds. It's going blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I see some bubble and bubbling up, and then it emerges, and we see that now he's possessed, and his yeah. face looks fucking crazy because like his fucking massive chin and cheekbones look even bigger. Yeah, he's like all gaunt and shit. And, like... Yeah, it looks great. <laughs> and then the sun kind of rises, and that's kind yeah. of what defeats the evil dead temporarily. Like mm -hmm. you see all the fog kind of pull back into the forest, or like a fart being sucked yeah. back into an ass. Yeah, it's really cool <laughs> shots where yeah. the, the fog like descends in reverse motion like back into these holes in the ground and that was one image that really stuck with me like i remember like the first time watching it yeah. thought that was so cool it's really cool and you like, see ash's eye like clear up that was really that was, cool looking i thought yeah really cool effect wow. this guy he uses all of like these like like simple camera tricks and he they like do the job so much better yeah but yeah. Like, no, things are, like they are probably deceptively simple but like nobody else thought of it there's not many people uh, yeah like, that's before he was doing it it's a it's forward thinker man really really inventive stuff and yeah, yeah ash after he gets undemonized he just kind of screams and passes is out. Then he wakes up and he looks kind of freaked out because um, he knows he's like been out for a while and he lost a lot of time. It's going to get dark again pretty soon. And Sooner than he thinks. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fast and, cycle. And that's the part where he sees like the house having eyes. Yeah, the yeah. superimposed eyes. Yeah, and it's like, join us. So <laughs> cool, yeah. And he gets into his Oldsmobile and floors it out of there and that's when he gets to the, where the bridge yeah. is out. And he's like, no! 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 Nobody can yell no like him. It's great. Dude, you're right about that. <laughs> and like the end of the bridge is sort of curled up like a hand. And then, yeah, there's another great shot where you see behind him and the sun is just kind of dropped really quickly like through the swirling clouds. It's pretty it comical, so but it's really good. Like if the earth was really spinning that fast, wouldn't like we all be launched horizontally? <laughs> yeah, I always thought, like, is that literally happening, or is that sort of like a metaphor for what it feels like to him? Like, oh shit, the sun's going down real quick. Oh, maybe. It could be. Or maybe he just, I think way. it could be either or. He might have just stood there screaming no. Yeah. <laughs> for like ever. For like an hour, yeah. <laughs> he just couldn't handle it. He couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's kind of cool because he gets back into the car because he knows something's coming at him, and it's interesting. Either there's something there that he sees from his point of view, and we don't know what it looks like, or he just can, like, sense it or hear it or yeah, feel it. Yeah. There's something. like gotta be like temperature change or a smell or something. Yeah, because yeah. you never see smell what of sulfur or something. Yeah. yeah, you never see what this thing is that's chasing him. The shot of it coming up over the cliff and then uh, it starts zooming towards him. He gets into the car and then he just starts reversing yeah, like floors it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. like fish tailing around after there's a cut and like now it's like just totally dark. Yeah, and then he hits a tree. <laughs> yeah, and he flies out of the windshield. Just like launches. GTA. Yeah, On starts... the upside, he's like closer to the cabin though. He is. <laughs> so like, he's, there's that. He's pretty close. He 
he just hoofs it the rest of the way. He does run in there. Does it break through doors and it, like chases him it through It breaks rooms? through the back windshield of his car, then through the front windshield, keeps pursuing, crashes through the front door right as he slams it shut, and then he starts going room to room through hallways and crawl spaces, and this thing is just whipping past it's up to him. Right up on his ass. No this, way out of it. This was probably like one of the best shots in the movie. Because oh, this is like maybe my favorite scene. Like, this is really right good. Here. So cool. With the exception of maybe when he shuts that door, like that might have been a quick edit, but uh, it's all done on one take, which yeah. is pretty hard to do. Do all of that physical acting properly and have the camera not get fucked up while it's chasing after him. That's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah, it's like an element of like insane genius to the way parts of this movie look. Yeah, it's it great. Makes it feel like a fucking fever dream or something. It, it's like exciting. It's like being on a fucking roller coaster for some of these it's shots. Pretty cool. It's not, yes. That's when I thought like probably it's just the angle or something, but the cabin looks a lot bigger on the inside. And then we cut to an airport and some people getting off like a small propeller aircraft and that's when we see Annie, Annie get off and, the plane. Annie and Fred. Fred's waiting there for her and she has some of the pages from the Book of the Dead. Yeah, with she's her. intending to return to the cabin where her father was doing the research and continue where he left off because yep. he's disappeared. She's aware of that, I guess, or something. Or like they haven't heard from him in a while, oh, okay. I think that's what it was. It. They've been trying to call all this time and his hearing aid fell out. He just couldn't, <laughs> hear, the, couldn't hear the phone. No, I he fell down. His, his life alert was just like across <laughs> the room, you know, couldn't get to it in time. All onions suck balls. <laughs> It was white and grainy. No <laughs> <laughs> fiddle fucks and fish fur. <laughs> Get a big-ass can of spaghetti sauce and some spaghetti. So he's just sitting in the rocking chair, right? He's, like, just gripping the armrest, like, super tight. He's feeling jumpy. Like, every sound, he's like, what the fuck's that? Because he managed to give up the evil thing that was chasing him the slip by hiding in the basement. So now he's back out there. He's sitting in the chair, waiting. Waiting out the him. night, yeah. And then he hears some strange... Uh, the piano is playing by itself. I and think it's, it's playing... like, the same song, I think, that he was playing earlier. It is, yeah. yeah. And so he's like, oh, mama. He clutches the pendant that he gave Linda earlier. Begins squirts a few tears there. It's pretty funny when he's like trying to be sad. The boards fall off the window and then like the cross that he made falls over and we see a hand sticking out of the dirt. Linda's fucking decapitated corpse crawls out of the grave and starts dancing to the piano tune. It's fucking awesome stop motion right here. Yeah, the head just rolls back down a hill into her hand and she plops it back onto her neck. The rest of her body already looks really decomposed. It looks really messed up. Although later there's that one guy who's like already a skeleton. Remember that? <laughs> oh no. Uh, that's way later. Later, okay. And yeah, she's like rolling her head up around her arms and shit, playing yeah, what with did, it. What did you guys think of the stop motion in this movie? I thought it looked pretty good. I loved it. Yeah, I think this scene looked a little bit choppy, but I liked it anyway. Because I it, think all the other stop motion was probably a little bit better. Yeah. I think the fact that it looks choppy kind of helped it in this scene a little bit to it drive did. the creepy factor home. Also, like trying to animate a person dancing who's made out of fucking clay or whatever, that's probably really hard to do. And it's not like Tim Burton here. It's not like Clay Fighter. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> it's not like Clay Fighter '64, man, where we had like the polygons. To make that shit happen. Fucking clay fight. Yeah, then she just kind of leaps into the ether and disappears. <laughs> yeah, she's just yeah. like, wee. Then Ash, it looks like he just kind of wakes up screaming and he's like sitting in this chair. Yeah, and he starts like laughing to himself and then the head falls into his lap and yeah. he's like, whoa! And it bites him on the hand yeah. and we get like some real Three Stooges type of shit here. He just starts bashing this head off of anything available. And this is the part where I ask myself, is this scary or is this funny? Like, I can't tell anymore. Yeah. It kind of never stops being both yeah. at the same time. Like, there's some parts that are more funny and parts that are more scary. I feel like it combines it really seamlessly, the comedy and the horror. Pulls it off really well. 
And that's the part where he says work shed when his mouth is clearly closed. <laughs> yeah. And had that story kind of ties into Escape from L.A. that we're probably going to do sometime soon, Ken. Expected. And they were both in that movie, Kurt Russell, obviously, and Bruce Campbell. When Kurt Russell met Bruce Campbell on the set the first time, just said to him, say work shed. <laughs> yeah, I guess this really stuck out to Mr. Russell. <laughs> that's a weird story. Major fan. I love this whole work shed scene. Mm-hmm. Runs in, throws a head into a vice, and yeah. clamps it, and he's like, you're going down. Looks for the chainsaw, and it's like missing, and there's like a chalk outline. Yeah, and like immediately after that, the headless body runs in with the chainsaw. Fucking awesome. He uses a pipe and like deflects the chainsaw attack. It hits the corpse's like neck meat and starts cutting Yeah, it gets into the the head stump. Body checking him into the wall. It's so much fucking happening. There's black blood flying out of her neck, getting all over his face. Yeah. And the head is like, no, no. And just the way he was moving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the way yeah. the fucking body was moving around was fucking hilarious. <laughs> just like, ugh, ugh. So Ash gets the chainsaw, revs it up, and the head plays a little dirty trick, goes back to looking like a live Linda. He's like, Ash, I thought you would love me forever, and whatever. He's like, no! And then she starts screaming with him, and the ruse is broken. Yeah, these deadites, they play dirty. They don't just try to straight up kill you. They'll do whatever they can to fuck with you first before they do. nasty fuckers. I was going to say they're more more bitches when the shit really starts to hit the fan, because Ash had her dead to rights right there, dude. The deadite's done. Mm -hmm. It's going to cut the head in half. Nowhere to go. And so she's playing it up. Don't hurt me, Ash. I'm your lovely Linda. I think they're just bitches. <laughs> yeah. Think of that part in Spaceballs. Would I lie? Well, that's what I, <laughs> yeah, I thought it looks about. Away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I thought about the uh, evil deads, the deadites, is they're really kind of immature. The way that they yes. taunt and tease people and fuck with them in all kinds of like cruel and malicious ways. Well, sort of childish, really. And yeah, that they also will like really, really try hard not to get killed. Even though, I mean, yeah. it's like they're immortal anyway. It's just lose their host body. It's not even that big of a deal for them. So he finally puts the chainsaw right through Linda's head and the regular red blood hits the spare light bulb that's hanging and turns the whole room red. This earthly glow. Really cool shot. I love it. Isn't it kind of a childish thing to like if things aren't going your way to like throw a fucking fit and like yeah. try to like try to change the rules. Yeah and get it back. Yeah, yeah so move that's that goalpost. I like that whole immature thing. <laughs> the, the French yeah. Immature. Yeah. But yeah and, no this is a great part right here. The yeah. blood shoots up on the light bulb and the whole room gets red. That was another one that first time watching immediately stuck with me was yeah. that light bulb swinging around. And that whole thing. I don't know if that's a callback to the first one. I thought there was a light bulb that fills up with blood in the basement and then pops. Yeah, I think you're at right. Some point. So he staggers back to the cabin, picks up the shotgun. He notices that like one of the rocking chairs like moving on its own, and that's when he has this conversation with himself. There, he looks into a mirror. He's trying to talk yeah. himself down. He's like, "This like, is a, a real test of one's self." Yeah, there's a whole pep talk from like Pulp Fiction. It's He's a real moral test of oneself. He's looking in the mirror going, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, you're fine. And then his reflection pops out. And this shot, like, I had forgotten about this shot. It's really well done because it legit looks like his reflection came out of the mirror to grab him and say, He's like, fine? We just killed our girlfriend with a chainsaw. (laughs) Does that sound find you. I really like this whole, like, he's trying to reason with himself, like, with what he's doing. You just start to see him go insane, and it does kind of play up this whole insanity angle. Like, po- he crazy? Because the camera pulls back and it's revealed that he's choking himself. You could look at it that way, definitely. It's ambiguous, like, how much of this stuff is literally happening. Yeah. Was imagine. Ash possessed by an evil dead and killed everyone else with the chainsaw like that? <laughs> you know, and Ash just saw those things. Yeah, I didn't know Fan it. theory. Yeah, yeah it's just theory. like in Pandorum. It's just like in fucking episode one, right? With Jar Jar Binks? It's exactly like that. Jar Jar Sith. Sith, Sith Jar. Jar Jar. 
Darth Binks. Darth Darth Binks. Oh Woo. man, that's a good one. And that's when they possess the hand of Ash, his right hand. Like the, all the veins on it start turning yeah. black. And what do you say? It's like the worst case of fucking jerk what? off. Carpal yeah, tunnel. he's got he's got the worst wanger's cramp ever. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the uh, transition. That's uh, Linda bit his hand. That's why it's becoming possessed. There was something carried over from the first film. Like you got even stabbed by like a pencil that they were holding. You'd become possessed or something. It's funny too because the hand sort of vocalizes. It makes lots of weird little mouse noises. Yeah, which is like really weird. <laughs> like, how does it even do that? It should make more clicking sounds. And he's like, "Give me back my hand, <laughs> you dirty bastards!" He pulls up Rorschach. And yeah, <laughs> fucking freaks out. I also wondered about that too. I wonder if Bruce Campbell was is left-handed or right-handed because it's his right hand. So that would be more convenient in a way because probably has more dexterity in it to do all the weird shit that he yeah. did. Yeah. But also, like, uh, spoiler alert: pretty soon the hand is off. So that would have been pretty inconvenient to have to do everything with his left hand while he was shooting research hmm. I guess so that's when we see Jake here our hillbilly character and he's got like a roadblock I think it's because it's like where the bridge is out yeah Annie and the blonde dude show up they ask him if they can get them to the cabin like find like an alternate route he agrees to do it for a hundred bucks yeah it's like you gotta pay the troll toll to get the boy's to get soul to, yeah. <laughs> to get Ash's soll Ash's soul. you gotta play the toll to troll get, get to, get in. to get into Ash. the Ash's soul <laughs> he's an, a- he's an Ash it. soul he's an Ash soul <laughs> <laughs> so yeah he's like yeah I think I remember a fucking trail over there some point. I don't know why I'm doing this stupid retarded accent. It'll he's cost you. He's one of them hillbillies from Brooklyn. <laughs> he's hey, one of them. Hey, you. Goddamn, like, hillbilly street rats. You know? Hey, you. Fucking get over here. Make me a goddamn meatball sandwich. Yeah, he won't let him pass until they beat him in a children's card game. <laughs> <laughs> the whole world somehow runs off of this card game. It this whole it podcast seems how somehow runs off Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> We're fueled by Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> and they agree, yeah. They kind of trick him to carrying in, like, this giant luggage case. It looks like it's from, like, fucking Led Zeppelin's road crew. Yeah, it's like fucking Spaceballs. Yeah. It's a huge steamer trunk. Her Royal Highness's matched luggage. Cut back to the cabin. It looks like Ash is trying to drown the hand or something. He's running water over it. Maybe it's just really hot. I wonder if he's, like, trying to clean it or something. Yeah, he's running it under a cold tap. Yeah, it's quite all right, Barbara. It's all right. Hey, yo, it's quite all right, Barbara. Right hey, old Barbara. What the fuck? Footlong Italian hero. Drowning in vinegar. Hey. <laughs> hey. Turned into Charles Brunson. Hey. hey Give me get a me a nice ham Italian. This isn't over. <laughs> no dice. You dirty scum. <laughs> Make that sandwich. <laughs> Bastard. He's pouring water on his hand, and if it, it seems like it kind of helps at but then, first, it, but then his hand like slowly slinks to a plate on the sink, <laughs> and he smashes it over his. Yeah, because he's starting head. to like fall asleep because he's like getting tired. And so yeah, hand's yeah. Sneaking off. You can't deal with this much more. We get some more uh, <laughs> questionable ADR because despite all of his grunts, groans, and screams, as he's doing like front flips and throwing himself against the wall. Yeah, I don't think his mouth opens once in this entire scene. Telekinesis. <laughs> yeah. Telekinetic. Powers. It's ESP. This scene's fucking really fun to And watch. the uh, the hand is like digging its claws into the ground, trying to like inch towards like a big like butcher knife. Because it, yeah, it knocks him unconscious. Yeah. We get like a great yeah. POV of the hand mm-hmm. slowly coming up on the butcher knife. That's great. Turns out Ash was maybe just playing possum because he wakes up as a knife of his own and stabs his hand. And he's yeah. like, who's laughing now? That's right. Who's laughing now? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's right. He gets the chainsaw and he saws the hand off. Yeah, and he's like, oh! <laughs> blood just flying Everywhere. in his face. So then we cut to the other people, and they're like walking through the woods, and we see the redneck carrying the giant carrying case. Then back to Ash, and he puts the hand in the bucket, and you mix it all up, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
It's not that <laughs> funny, Keith. Maybe it is. Yeah, he puts. I was a... just thinking about that fucking song. The other time. Oh, yes. Kind of sucks, really. Oh the man. Lime, oh. <laughs> lime in the coconut. You no, is that play- the song? They were playing yeah, yeah, it on yeah. radio at work. I heard it like twice that day. <laughs> oh, I was of like, course. Yeah, this song blows. It's <laughs> pretty lame. Yeah, it's kind of catchy. You I know? just it makes me think of uh, Reservoir Dogs. This is in the credits of that movie. Oh, it's yeah. on the soundtrack. I mean, if you got high on heroin, the song's kicking. Yeah, if you're really strung the fuck out. <laughs> if you're strung out and wasted, dude. I mean, that's a killer tune. If you're, if Take you're, it from if me. If you're eating limes because you don't want to get scurvy because you're too poor to afford toothbrush, toothpaste. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to do any of that shit anymore. You don't even need a toothbrush. You just use your finger. That's how I do it. Oh. Um, we get a good oh. visual gag. He puts a bucket over it. He's like, welcome to your new home. Yeah, the top book is A Farewell to Arms. Zing. Her, her, her. La, 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 la. <laughs> swa, 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 swa. Yeah, it's a fucking lolcopter over here. <laughs> Rafflecopter fucking holocaust. Yeah, just... just <laughs> It's a fucking volcano. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, so then Ash is kind of like duct taping himself back together. He wraps like a dirty old rag over his stump and like duct tapes it on. Yeah, it's like all oily. Like he's getting it's, infected. I feel like this is what Ricky would do on Trailer Park. Boys. Yeah, he would. <laughs> if he lost a hand. What happens when you lose your hand? You just get some duct tape, get a hockey stick. Hey, my old man's towels. in a wheelchair. I mean, he doesn't really need to be, but you know, <laughs> could be worse. <laughs> oh man, this show's so good. By the way, RIP John Dunsworth. Oh, oh yeah. That yeah. sucks. Yeah. My minute, moment of silence. Raise a glass. Raise a glass or two. He truly was the liquor. <laughs> he went back to the liquor, just like Cloud went back to the live stream. Yeah, <laughs> to find it. He, he became <laughs> one with the liquor. <laughs> oh my god, I'm just thinking that would be awesome if the cast from like Trailer Park Boys did like a parody of Final Fantasy VII. That would be fucking awesome. Trailer Fantasy VII. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it just starts it on the seventh one. Fuck it, who cares? It doesn't matter. But acknowledge that there's been seven movies. If fucking J Rock's got a gun for a hand. Yeah, he's buried. <laughs> yeah, the names are all the same. Just they look like the characters from the game. Yeah. <laughs> so the hand, um, it's scuffling underneath the trash can while he's yep. bandaging himself up, and the trash can starts to move. Yeah, it gets loose, and the hand gets into a mouse hole in yep, the wall. Yeah, the grease is loose. Ash takes a shot at it, blows a big hole in the wall. Yeah, he's taking shots like people in the stairs. His balls! <laughs> kill him! Kill him! Kill, kill him! bitches! <laughs> <laughs> the hand gets caught in a mouse trap, and Ash goes, "Ha!" I also like when Ash is reloading. The, the hand is just like tapping a finger, like oh yeah, for like him. yeah, little dick. Gotta go fast. Yeah, <laughs> now I'll show yeah, you. The hand, I'll the show hand's you definitely Sonic the Hedgehog in this movie, right? This thing's a blue blur. <laughs> the hand fucking flips in the bird. That's something I like about this. Like, even though they're like these demonic spirits or whatever, they're not immune to the slapstick any more than anybody else is. I really like Max the whole immature thing. Like, yeah. it's just like they're such just they're, like. Just Dicks. Yeah, they're just little bitches. Who are just fucking lording it over us little at the end of the power. Bitches. He looks like he nails the fucker. And by the way, I think this is right about where an episode died last night. So yeah, pause it so and save it. Blood starts dripping out of the wall. And then it's like a fucking tidal wave of fucking crazy. Yeah, it's like a juice. tsunami. <laughs> it's just fucking. It's a fucking blood nami. It's a bloodbath. He's gonna rain in blood. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Yeah. Oh, Slayer's like my favorite fucking band in the whole fucking world. I want to go see them in 89. There was the great fucking show, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but they're a Slayer more than me. I'm a Slayer fan. I fucking stole blood from a blood bag and threw it on the stage and fucking <laughs> drank it. Fucking was awesome. It was so sweet. I was like a true vampire that day. It was like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> 
He's like, nobody's gonna fuck with me. Metal jet, uh, yeah, nobody's gonna fuck with me at this metal show. <laughs> fucking sick. Fucking <laughs> sick. I saw them at fucking Scumbag Fest. That was I used awesome. to work with this guy, and I hope he doesn't hear this show because he was so annoying. He's like, dude, I saw this fucking band, fucking Cat Skull Fuck Destroyer, at fucking <laughs> Shitbag Fest. It's fucking sick. And it was he fucking awesome, bro. It was like every fucking random metal band is like, yeah, I saw them at this show and this show and this fucking sick. Yeah. That's all I fucking Fuck. talk about. And I was like, yeah. I went to go kill switch and engage the other day. Dude, fucking sick, dude. Best band ever. Fuck, probably, kill switch engage. You probably hate that band, actually. He was into like the more obscure, oh, yeah. like, hardcore shit. It's but. just a shitty band. That's just what I always yeah. think of when people are like, yeah, man, it was so fucking extreme. Fucking alkaline trio. Yeah, they were so like fucking crazy. And it's like, <laughs> what? Right. It's interesting, too, because in the blood, all goes from red to black and then flies back into the hole, which is nice for Ash. Because it like, yeah. like removes so most of the blood off of his body too yeah right? plays that whole like is he really just going insane is he just seeing all this shit cause it's like a comical amount of blood that comes yeah. out of the wall it's like yeah. Silent Hill or I something. like how it's like absurd crazy. it is cause as if there could be that much blood in the hand like, <laughs> it's not the only time in the movie it happens either oh it's sure crazy. it happens do you think often. they took this from Nightmare on Elm Street with the bed um, bed blood fountain maybe the... I mean do they have like crazy blood fountain things like this in uh, Evil Dead 1 I, I don't, don't think so I don't think so maybe they did get the idea from Nightmare on Elm Street cause I came first. Did it? Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, that came out three years before this movie. Oh, shit. 84, 87. Yeah, they could have got some inspiration there from Wes Craven. That was a pretty gory movie. So then he sits down on a chair and it fucking breaks. <laughs> yeah. Fat ass. Which is like nice. Nice little touch. Yeah. And that's when the fucking deer head goes, <laughs> starts fucking... laughing at him. <laughs> and even the deer head looks like a fucking, it's like a dead-eyed deer. Like, it's really filthy looking. It's this nasty, gray, matted hair. Yeah. Its and eyes like, are totally white. Totally cloudy. It's like a puppet, too. I like the effect. It's like a rubber puppet yeah like it head just like jerks around yeah. and looks right at him and it goes <laughs> it starts laughing like an asshole and then, like the windows start laughing the and land. then the clock starts yeah, it turned, laughing it turns it turns into shell it turns into peewee's playhouse yeah. right yeah like i love when ash starts laughing too and then like everything else starts laughing louder he's like crouching and then standing back up yeah he's, he's like getting really into it doing it with the lamp like he looks at the lamp and he's like doing it in yeah. time with the lamp because <laughs> it was turning on and off yeah. and then they both stop and then they laugh even harder <laughs> it's great this is whole it's fucking so crap. No, this is one of the scenes that stuck with me the first time I watched oh, this I as bet. a kid. My mom used to say that I would like mimic this scene a lot as a kid. <laughs> nice. I would make like the noises and like turn my head like the deer would turn his head and then they'll like start laughing and shit. Oh, that's awesome. Like man. I did that all the time when I was a kid, I guess. Man, what a fucking loser I was. <laughs> what a bimbo. <laughs> What a slut. <laughs> what a Yu-Gi-Oh. I was a Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, then he just starts screaming. He's like, ah! The laughter, it kind of turns to almost really like sinister. Like menacing. Like, yeah. He hears a noise and like everything stops. Like it all just like cuts out and he blows two holes in the fucking door. What, the prep's coming in? And, um, like, the tow guy yeah, well sure. first, the, yeah, like the tow truck boy. Yeah, tow boy. Yeah, Big Jake. He runs in and tackles him. Yeah, they get into like a little fist fight and then Ash gets knocked out. Yeah, because that's after their shotgun blast. Yeah. There's obviously a maniac in here. Yeah. <laughs> Everything looks yeah, fucking they're wondering crazy. who he like, is. Dad's yeah. missing. He almost manages to fight Hillbilly Guy off until Fred comes in. Like, it takes the both of them to subdue him, kind of. And he's uh, man beyond control. <laughs> Ashley. He's unleashed. He's yeah. laughing mad. Yeah, he's fucking Jet Li. Unleashed, dude. <laughs> Go, my dog. <laughs> Yo, my dog, Luigi. <laughs> so it was fucking, what, Bob Hoskins? Was that it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Cotton cow. We gotta do that sometime. She's like, where are my parents? And they kind of put two and two together and just figure this fucking psychopath with one hand probably killed them. <laughs> you gotta look at it from their perspective. They just came upon the cabin, which yes. which their parents owned, and there's this guy missing a hand with a shotgun covered in who knows what, and he just blasted two holes through the fucking door. It's weird, because they say something about to Bobby Joe, like, are you okay? And she's, like, holding your arm. So I don't know if she caught, like, a pal 
pellet or two of bird shot or something because there's no blood yeah you don't see any blood so i'm not sure if it got shot a little bit or something yeah that's when they see the bloody chainsaw and that's when annie like assumes ash must have killed them so jake yeah the hillbilly boy he dumps ash in the cellar and, good. that uh, looked like a pretty painful landing like he yeah, falls through the hell. stairs breaks a couple of them on the way down and yeah just... that looks like it really hurt oh yeah like that's like the only thing in this movie that makes me wince is like when people fall down the stairs because i've actually done that maybe the tape was playing the whole time i don't know but annie hears the tape playing and here's her dad talking about how she thinks that his wife annie's mom is possessed by a calls a kandarian demon yeah he says that his wife tried to kill him so he killed her and buried her in the fruit cellar which ash hears he's coming to as mm-hmm. this is playing yeah um, it's all happened simultaneously so then we see fucking ted Raimi as henrietta who's in my fruit cellar this, oh man he was so good in this fucking movie. oh yeah this is scene two of two that really stuck with this scene legit terrified me as a kid the imagery of uh, henrietta coming towards bruce and bruce is like pounding on the cellar door screaming for them to let him out because uh, yeah. he's down there defenseless and she's just moving closer and closer <laughs> and come to your sweet henrietta he is so funny in this scene like i definitely would have freaked me out as a kid too really funny panicked acting ali was like no we gotta let him out oh yeah annie that's her name he's like yeah we gotta let him out the hick guy is like no way we can't let him out. he's fucking crazy there's also like a crazy stop motion shot too like her face turning into like the crazy demon oh face. yeah this was fucking unnerving and that's like i swallow you soul when he first says that yeah it's like a more hardcore version of people who've seen the peewee movie of large marge how her face goes all crazy what year did that movie come out that was 85 so it's a couple years before this movie it's a couple years before this do you think that they use like the same special effects company to maybe make this? i don't know if they did anything that wasn't like in-house yeah on either movie that's a good question though uh i bet they used some similar techniques she manages to convince him to get him out though he's trying to unlock it and he keeps knocking on the lock like jiggling it around making it harder for them yeah, to they, put the key and they keep the fucking it up henrietta yeah she pops out of the cellar and grabs that redneck guy by the face and then knocks fucking blondie there fucking fred across the room <laughs> like right into a fucking mirror his head goes right through the frame and that was funny too how they like they pull ash out they just grab him by the face and then pull him out of the yeah <laughs> pull up his giant chin probably <laughs> and there's a really fucking gross part here ash stomps down on the fucking door one of henrietta's eyes pops out and it flies right into bobby joe's mouth <laughs> Like, that sticks me out more than probably anything in this movie. Because it, like, went all in. Like, you can yeah, like, see, like, the tendrils of yeah, the, the, uh, the, the Whatever herbs. you call it. The stem part or one of the eyes sticking out of her face. <laughs> and she keeps knocking on the door. And, and then we get another demon vision shot, I think, after that. Then, yeah, Ash is, like, kind of explaining the situation because they no longer think that he's the killer. They get that something else is going on here. It's like, something's come back from the dead. And Bobby Joe really just wants to book it out of here, which I guess I understand. And he explains, like, you can't leave until daylight. Yeah, That's, if you go out there, that's that's safe. You're fucking, you're done, son. We hear a soft little lullaby. Yeah, that song. And it's Henrietta, normal version. The only scene that you see, like, normal-looking Henrietta trying to uh, fuck with Annie's head. And she almost buys it, but then Ash stops her and just gives her a look. Yeah, he just, just shakes his head. Dramatically shakes his head, like, no. And then she tries to, like, info drop on her, yeah. like, to convince her that way. It's just like, well, the song didn't like, work. You were born September 22nd, 1962. I remember because it was snowing 
So rare for it to snow in September. And yeah, she doesn't buy it at that point. Fred, who was oh, lying yeah. on the couch earlier, springs up all of a sudden. His face is like all kinds of fucked up. Yeah, he flies into the air like a vampire or something. <laughs> he almost looks like he's suspended almost like a marionette. Like the yeah. way his arms are like at crooked angles and they're kind of like shifting back and forth. Probably he was on wires that they like painted out. I mean, that's why it looks like that. Yeah, this part really creeps me out when they start talking. Him and Prez asked Henrietta. It's like, we are the things that were and shall be again. Yeah, something about it is just so unnatural and weird because their mouths aren't moving. Yeah. It's just like this noise is kind of emanating out of them. And it sounds like several voices talking at once and it goes from sounding like a male voice to a female voice. Almost like the it's voice really of the, strange. Almost like the voice of the Legion. I did think the makeup was kind of cheesy. It looks like he was wearing a rubber mask when he was like nibbling on that hair, munching it down. Remember that? When he like goes like, he has to that move. that weird Deadpool expression. When he goes <laughs> to move toward yeah. her, it looks like he fucking like waved ass or electric slided over to Bobby Yeah, yeah I, I love the way it looks. That's though. pulled from like House on Haunted Hill or something like that where there's this old woman that does like a slide thing towards the character yeah. in the same motion. But this was like way faster. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's great. And yeah, it bites off a chunk of Bobby Joe's hair. Yeah. It looks like Ash just like takes off. He's just like, fuck it, I'm out. And she's like, help us, you fucking coward. But Ash is going for the axe. It's really a weapon. Kills the blonde demon. Hacks him into bits. Yeah. Green blood splatters everywhere. <laughs> all over the deer, all over the wall. Yeah, yeah it looks like fucking nuts. ecto cooler. Just all over the fucking place. <laughs> Everybody that's left alive, they just kind of like catch their breath. It's interesting. Jake looks out the window and he notices that the path that they came in on is just gone. Like the woods swallowed her up. Yeah, yeah exactly. I like, I like that line. Yeah, the clock stops ticking. I think I t saw the time is like 1040 or something. And suddenly tons of like random like crashing noises. Yeah, fast cuts and like creepy sounds. Yeah, and like, like weird distorted angles. Looking and around and stuff, trying to like follow Coming the from sound. like every direction. They show the deer and it sounds like, like a horse or maybe a deer galloping. And there's like the sound of a train going through <laughs> and Ash is like it could be something trying to force its way into our world they figure out that it's coming from the next room Jake says to Ash like you're the curious one <laughs> go check it out <laughs> the door just kind of opens on its own well yeah he suggests that they all go together but, but then Annie, like not having any of that Annie yeah. goes with but Annie goes with him yeah. amnesia lantern Jake and Bobby Joe just wind up going too because they don't want to be left alone and there's a touching shot of them holding hands a special hand touching scene yeah I think <laughs> <laughs> no, is that why it had an <laughs> NC-17 rating excessive hand touching yeah, yeah graphic <laughs> intense hand holding <laughs> I don't want to see that in my horror movies it's supposed to be a family values film oh, fuck <laughs> fucking A thought I was watching a spooky movie not a porno <laughs> <laughs> It's a fucking jerk-off festival. It's Who a circle jerk wank fest. Who wrote this? The Bang Bros? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Penned by the Bang Bros. Oh, my God. I'm going to wear my dirty trench coat when I go see this. It'll be recognized as me. This fuck. Filth. The fuck. This fucking filth. What the fuck? This just sounds like that guy. <laughs> what is that sound? What the uh, fuck? Yeah, I'm trying to remember his name. What the fuck? I told you to fucking go do it. Get the fuck to my soda. That fucking guy would fuck that. Yeah, write in if you recognize that voice. <laughs> Send us an email about it. So they're all in the room, and this is when the ghost of the professor appears to them. Yeah. Ooh, Freaky like ghost wavy. bed. Yeah. Invisible bed. Have you seen that? Yeah. Bustin', 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 bustin'. Makes me feel good. Feel good. Feel good. Someone actually, I was playing Friday the 13th, and I was Jason. Somebody was a counselor just like hanging out near a long table that they could just run around to do one of those gags you know mm -hmm. yeah she was playing or I assume she was, was a female counselor playing that Ghostbusters song that remix yeah. and I was like holy it's so shit fucking good it was awesome killing people to that song it was like really <laughs> really cool and then yeah sneaking up on her and taking her out fucking awesome <laughs> yeah just like superimposed like it's all wavy yeah and it's stuff. Annie's it's like, dad Ooh. it's Professor Noby and he says their salvation lies in the pages 
that she found. He's like, save my soul and your own lives. <laughs> and then surprise, fucking Ash's hand has got Bobby Joe. Yeah, Bobby Joe's like, well, stop holding my hand. Stop holding my, my whole tap. What? <laughs> stop holding my... What? Stop, Stop holding hold my hand so tight. Hey, Third time's a charm. I am yeah. holding your hand. Well, then who's and, holding my hand? And she is just like, fuck this. She bugs out, runs outside into the dark. She just kind of runs and screams aimlessly into the woods. And it, we, like the fucking Ents from fucking Lord of the Rings show up. The trees are alive. Those of you who are familiar with the original film, it's a full-on tree rape scene. Yeah, this that, one is, I think, somewhat toned down. It is toned down. There is one suggestive shot. Branch kind of slides down her cheek and then enters her in mouth. Her mouth hole. Kind of wide ring shape. It's pretty suggestive. It looked like skinnier vines to me. I'm just saying the imagery is yeah, suggestive. Yeah. Oh, it, it definitely Not, is. Yeah. It definitely is. Like the branch didn't look like a penis. It like <laughs> you've, a branch. Seen, you've seen enough of those Japanese <sighs> animes to know where this is going. Yeah, I've seen yeah, what was that one way too many Korean films. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Day bow. Bow. <laughs> And yeah, her clothes get sort of ripped up, like her sleeves yeah. get ripped off of her shirt. That it is toned down because in the original, it's like her breast was exposed, like that was ripped open, and then like her legs are spread open in the tree. Yeah, bridge. this one she just gets dragged along through the dirt. She gets puddles. dragged to hell. Yeah, yeah. and she's like she, a part where she goes through the puddle and it just like explodes. Yeah, cum shot. That's what that <laughs> Money is. Money shot. Yeah. Oh, baby. I mean, it's it's a rape scene, man. Well, she collides with a tree at high speed, presumably killing her, which is well, at least she didn't get you know full on rape before she died. I guess that's a mercy because you can't defend a rape scene you know I think they had some issues with that original film yeah. like they had to cut it out with some releases and they had a hard time defending it so in order to keep it this scene is important for the plot she is basically being impregnated by the evil dead yeah in order to have it mirror the original film they had to tone it down so they, yeah they bust open the glass cases with those found pages in it Jake he's all worried about Bobby Joe and she's mm -hmm. about fucking Bobby Joe and Ash is like you forget about her if she went in those woods she's dead son Bobby Joe's fucked they're looking through the pages and they see a picture of a guy with a chainsaw for a hand and a shotgun yeah, on the like other. This. And he's like, I feel like somebody walked over my grave. Yeah, really. And they eerie. talk about, yeah, how like they stopped this evil shit in 1300 and Ash's like, they didn't do a very good job. And then, yeah. Well, I they brought it back, damn it. Yeah, it's that old bastard's fault. Oh, the professor did, yeah. yeah it, was, it wasn't it was even Ash's fault. He just, that was just incidental. He just made a boo-boo, but... Um, Raymond, you fucking dick. I thought everyone loved you, Raymond. You blew it. <laughs> I love Oh, it was evil uh, bunch of dead hey, there it is. Hey, uh, Romero walked in. Uh, what what's his wife's name again? It's not Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> Who talks like that? <laughs> I got to chop off my own arm just to save my life. <laughs> this is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Bum, bum, bum. Oh, man. You're saying Keith and they show this, this illustration in the pages of this hero from the sky, and it's clearly Ash. It's yeah. really weird, because I have seen this movie so many times, and I didn't remember it until, like, when I was taking notes for the show two weeks ago or something. I was like, what the fuck? That's crazy. Like, it's a crazy cool setup I never picked up on. It's really subtle. Or if I did, yeah. I just forgot. I mean, yeah, I don't think I've ever picked on it either. Yeah, and there's, like, two passages I need to read. But and, Jake's uh, had enough. He's tired of waiting. He's tired of watching. Yeah, well, the first passage yeah. will make the spirit appear, and the second one will open the rift to suck the spirit away. Jake, no, Jake, Jake, he gets the shoddy. He gets the shoddy, and then he takes the pages, and he throws them in the cellar, and he's like, now you have no goddamn choice, motherfuckers. There's a good You're gonna help me find Baba Joe. Oh, you goddamn bitch. And it's a pretty good <laughs> fake out, too, because like when he picks up the pages first, like in, in the foreground, he's in the, on the right of the frame, and on the left is the fireplace. I'm like, oh, shit, he doesn't burn him, does he? Yeah. But luckily, he throws them into the cellar, so they're able to get him back. He's out. not looking for suicide. He's just using a little bit of leverage. Right. Ash says, hey, she's already dead. Spaghet about it. And Seriously? With these pages, yeah, at least you have a chance. But he yeah. tossed him in the cellar anyway. He's like, I'm tired of this mumbo jumbo crap. 
Yeah. I hate the sack of crap. We're going to go find my fuck buddy. <laughs> go. My you sister. Insist. My sister is my mother. And what's happening? Check my sister is going to be me. <laughs> White power. <laughs> White power, y'all. <laughs> That's all of it in a nutshell. White power is all about inbred. <laughs> Meanwhile, Trump in Daddy. another universe. Uh, thousands of miles away. In yeah. another podcast. We get a demon cam shot. Yeah, they find the crew. Him. Jake, is, he's got them at gunpoint. He's roughing up Ash pretty good, hitting him with a gun. And he's like, you're going to get us all killed. And he's like, Bob and Joe, bitch, fuck you. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Baba Joe, hashtag Baba Joe. Hashtag Baba Joe, hashtag save Baba Joe. It's a new initiative, yeah. babajoe.org. Save babajoe.org. <laughs> Baba Joe lives matter. Any dollar, any dollar will help. Save Baba Joe. So, so I like now this, I- when they're walking in the woods, it looks a lot like that scene from Wizard of Oz when they're walking through the creepy forest and mm. then all the monkeys show up. Pretty creepy. Yeah. Now Ash is possessed for the second time in this movie. What triggered that? Do you think it was just from him being outside in the dark? I yeah, don't. they're vulnerable out there. Because he was infected. Maybe when he's outside in the dark, it has more control. Because he seems to be able to to control it as we see later yeah. on. <laughs> the first time he's possessed, I think he really is exercised and he's totally back to normal. I don't know. This scene maybe begs different. Like, he's just fighting it off the whole time. I think that whatever the presence was that was zooming in, because uh, Jake is yelling Bobby Joe at the top of his lungs. This thing is just, like, <laughs> yeah. zooming right at him. It gets to him and it stops. You don't see it pick him up. But what happens is, like you said, Bruce jumps up and his face is, like, all fucked up. He's yeah. possessed again. He fucking picks up Jake and throws, throws him, him oh, he th- head yeah. first into a fucking tree. Like, Jake and Voorhees, dude. Yeah. The fucking bark like splinters off. Like he should have been like just dead. Like, yeah. Just from that. Just like that he guy. He does in the get mummy. up, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, that he doesn't kill lives. him. I think it was two separate possessions. I think that's what they're showing us with the demon cam, like that is coming back. Yeah. Oh. So like it wasn't with him the whole time. Oh. Okay. Could have been, but because it shows later on, Ash is afflicted by it again, and he yeah. kind of cries he's a little bit and fights it off. it off. So it's interesting, questionable. Like, it's interesting, like that he's the only character who has that ability. That like he's got that pretty world. much everybody else gets possessed. Like they just wind up dead. Dude, the Japanese have great strength. <laughs> Went back into a corner. Ashu. Ashu do. Ashu-san. Then Annie is freaked out so she picks up like that nasty looking like bone spear thing. Really cool looking thing. She, yeah, she runs back into the cabin and picks up. Where did they even come from? It's like, like a sacrificial I, I think it was something. something that they brought with them when they went to the castle and got those extra oh, pages. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. And yeah, the door busts open and she doesn't look to see who it is so accidentally stabs Jake instead. Right in the gut. Like, this guy's pretty tough too. Like, he got yeah. fucking brutalized into a tree and then stabbed with a fucking right in the chest spinal yeah. cord and yeah she keeps like trying to close the door even though he's like in the doorway it's like <laughs> yeah. what are you doing that's like the funniest and then thing. she like moves him in a little bit like, and then just slams the door on his legs like, this guy <laughs> like, takes so such much. a beating in this movie come up and he started all of this so. you blew it I guess like you're not thinking straight in that situation oh yeah know. but it's really funny and yeah she pulls the bone spear thing out of him and she drags him to the living room like he's screaming and she's yelling in his ear telling him to shut the fuck up. Handle, yeah, like handle this shit. It's not that big of a deal, bro. Can't fucking nut up. Nut up bitch or bitch out, bitch. <laughs> well, this guy does end up bitching out because she drags <laughs> him. And she drags him. I guess she brought him too close to the trap door to the basement because oh. Henrietta reaches through and reaches through and grabs him and drags him headfirst in. She grabs him by the legs and tries to pull him out. It's like Shaun of the Dead trying to pull him through the window. And, and there's strawberry sauce everywhere. Of, it looked like Hawaiian punch to me. Yeah, like it's like a delicious it snack. There's no way the human body has that much blood in it. Like, there's no way. This is great. Get some of Henrietta's saliva. Too. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it looks carbonated. It's probably over spit mixed probably, with it. Probably, ugh. That's Hawaiian punch. No, Delicious. like, you can, all, you, all you can see is his legs. I got uh, milk, purple stuff. Oh, Sunny D. <laughs> all you can see is his legs, and it's just like... <laughs> 
shit. And he's like screaming like, Rrr! yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Like this should have been in that scream while the blood was coming out from behind the yeah. door. Oh man, missed opportunity. It's like spraying all over her. Yes. And then <laughs> yeah, Demon Ash busts back in and picks up Annie and throws her into the wall. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. just getting thrown into shit. It's it's awesome. Like Super Mario yeah. It is like Jason. That's what he would do. Just yeah. throw you. Yeah, he throws people everywhere. It's fucking awesome. That is my favorite shit in those movies is when Jason throws someone through something. Through a window. Yeah, especially and off, through a window. Like through a window off like a second story. Like Everybody house. thinks you're like safe so and cool. then someone crashes the window. <laughs> but it's interesting too because it's sort of like the inverse of that 25 minute chunk earlier. Like Ash stops being the protagonist for about five minutes. Which is cool. It's really a, cool yeah, twist. It's, a, it's an interesting dynamic that they yeah. throw in. Ash, he moves in to finish her off but then he sees Linda's pendant on the ground and he picks it up and he kind of like stands there. It seems like he's struggling with himself a bit and he manages to repel the demon through yeah. willpower. It's like I'm this guessing. really great shot. This is what I was like. He was emoting pretty well with heavy power As the camera's just spinning around to him while he's just like, mm, mm, oh, like wincing his face and shit, <laughs> and, like squinting his eyes. Oh, a barber, yeah. a barber, mother, like, mother. I'm mother. out talking, trying to contact my mother. <laughs> great scene. So Linda keeps going at him with the axe because of shit that happens earlier. She intelligently, she's not convinced. This is his real ash again. Yeah, he, yeah, t- he tells her, "I'm all right, I'm all right," and then I'm seems, all right. He comes back at him. Yeah, it seems like she's like, "I'm all right." She's leaning up against the wall and just like the axe embeds itself right yeah, next to his head. Yeah, she misses about a foot wide. And then the next scene is, I'd say, is when Ash gets groovy. He gets his groove back. Groovy. He and, suits up. Um, yeah, he suits up. He hooks a chainsaw into his arm and he has this rig where, uh, like, with his one hand, he can rev it up. He saws off the shotgun. Yeah, this, yeah. like, awesome, like, epic yeah. music is playing. Sparks flying yeah, everywhere. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and he spins it around and he goes... Groovy. By the way, they took Bruce Campbell's Ash's personality from this movie for Duke Nukem's oh, personality. Oh, totally, yeah. Hail oh, yeah. to the King, Groovy, all that shit. They just ripped it right out of this. Just ripped him off. More of the evidence of the influence of this series. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. It spreads far and wide. We see the tree outside, like, uproots itself, and there's, like, trees walking around. Yeah, they really kind of, cool like, and weird. gather around the cabin. Well, it's yeah. obvious because we just saw the scene earlier. But yeah, they can possess plants. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Where have we seen that before? Uh, the Happening. <laughs> True. Great movie. No, no, they weren't possessed no. at all. Like someone dumped their deep fryer in their woods. Oh, and they, they got pissed. pissed. Super pissed. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was on the other side. Hang on. Yeah, it's a really cool scene. I kind of wish they would have played up this whole plant thing more, like indoor plants and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Like you have like crazy Venus fly traps and coming out of the wall. Bite your dick off. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Penis fly I'm trap. Get bit off by a shark. <laughs> hey guys, you know, if you heard, I got my dick bit off by a shark last week. So. A boink, a boink, a boink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Bootsy. Anyway, yeah. Rest in peace, Bootsy. So the plan is... <laughs> He's not dead. Uh, <laughs> so Ash cuts his way into the cellar and yeah. lots of weird noises. And that's the part with the random skeleton. Yeah, it's just Jake's skeleton. You see, he's been stripped to the bone. Oh, but that... his clothes are still on. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's supposed to be Jake. That's awesome. And he finds the pages. Yeah, he finds one. It's like a down video there. game. Like he's going through one page collected and he's finding yeah. the next one. Yeah, he tosses him up the stairs to Annie. And then Henrietta grabs Ash by the ankles and rips him back down the stairs as Annie's like trying to read off the pages right quick. That was a pretty cool shot. Yeah, she grabs him right by the legs and pulls him like through the stairs yeah. in the cellar. Yeah, and like, so breaks painful. some of them. Yeah, Henrietta flies out of the cellar looking nasty as She's hell. She's floating around like the fucking She's baron. Yeah. It all goes back to Dune. It all goes back to Dune. Arrakis. Desert planet. 
It's all doing down here. On a drop of water. Man, fuck people that don't like that movie. <laughs> I mean, I don't care one way or the other. I like that movie. Fuck them. I mean, it's okay if you don't like it. I just think it's so underrated. Yeah, Ash climbs up. Now he's like has this classic action figure appearance where he always has the one sleeve taken off. Henrietta, she transforms back into that thing yeah. that she did. Starts making monkey noises. Chimpan chimpanzee noises. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really weird and unsettling. There's something yeah. about that. It's funky, dude. Because it's a noise you recognize. <laughs> it's jacked coming. up. It's, it's, it's thick with the funk. Yeah, appreciate the funk. Better than bump bump. See if anybody sucker, gets dance, that. Sucker. Dance, water, dance. But, um, no matter how hard they try, they can't stop us now. But I think it's so unsettling because it's a noise you recognize coming from something that's like so weird and bizarre looking. Yeah, like a desiccated ass human corpse that's somehow still wriggling around. Oh man, I think it's like so cool. Like a worm. It's great. Yeah, yeah it's fucking it. awesome. She extends her neck at one point. It makes yeah, me think about it's like the, a fucking dinosaur. It's like the village chief from Resident Evil 4. Yeah. They must have taken that from this. And then Annie fucking flips the script, fucking just busts out a lullaby of her own to distract her. She starts singing Mockingbird, right? Because yeah, uh, yeah. the mother sings Just like it. the mother was yeah. earlier. And it works. Like it yep. distracts her. What the hell? Why did that work? Yeah, what a ding dong. Man, what a stupid monster. These demons are stupid as These hell. These demons are dumb. Bunch get of trolls. <laughs> he gives ass time to do a triple decapitation. He cuts off both of her arms and then cuts yeah. off her fucking head. Yeah. And a fucking toxic fart cloud comes out of her <laughs> neck. <laughs> yeah, it's making like a deflating balloon noise. Yeah. Whoopee cushion. That's, of course, the great line in this. The thing starts going, I swallow your soul. I swallow your soul. I swallow your soul. Yeah. And yeah. Ash is like, swallow this. Blammo! What was that? Was that like an explosive round? Because her head just ignited. And I think her blew head was up. full of flammable demons. Uh, yeah, gas. it was full of gas. <laughs> and yeah, there's like sparks and like chunks of rubber costume fucking falling down <laughs> in slow motion. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's like green fucking gore glorious. blood. Good shot. And Annie is pretty upset at this. I mean, obviously she saw her mom get turned into a disgusting demon freak show yeah. and blown up. And then the trees start attacking. Yeah, the whopping willow is pissed, man. <laughs> going to town. Stole my golden heart. Everything's going crazy. <laughs> I don't know if anybody will ever get that. Yeah, no, it's crazy. <laughs> they start smashing through the windows and grabbing at people. Annie gets a knife in the back. His hand comes oh, back. Oh, yeah. yeah. The fucking hand's revenge. Yeah. The fucking wank. <laughs> Yeah. Idle hand too. <laughs> oh boy, that movie. We gotta review that. I've never seen it. I've always I've wanted to. I've seen bits to. and pieces. It was pretty dumb. Like Novel it. concept, I guess. Yeah, she still needs to read the next passage. And then we see the giant head demon head thing show up in the window. Yeah, like that's the like the physical form of the evil dead or something. Yeah. She, fin she finished the first passage, which called it forward. Now she's gotta read. She's gotta finish the second one to actually open the portal and, and send it back. It's cool because you see yeah. Ash's reaction. He's all freaked out. And there's like a vase of flowers next to him. And all the flowers just wilt and die. Yeah, yeah, that was really, really cool. cool. I love Very. this too. Like, for God's sakes, how did you stop it? Like, I love yeah. that line. Maybe it was just the lighting, but it looked like Ash's hair had a white streak in it. Just the stress of like that one day and night. Like he, it was like when he hair. looked at the portal. It was kind of like what's that movie Constantine, where they like looked mm. at the demon or something, and their hair went all white. Oh yeah. It, I think it's like when he looked at the Evil Dead itself or the portal. Like it just happened. It was really cool. It was a really cool touch. Yeah. And yeah, the tree picks him up in his tree hand, and he keeps reading. With as she's fucking like bleeding out probably yeah. and then we see the portal open up and the demons all declare victory it looks like Freddy's chest or whatever from one of those movies there's all these heads like in the, oh, in the yeah. tree and it's like we've won we've won we've won isn't it the faces of like all, all the friends or all yeah the all the people that are dead yeah. yeah but Ash ain't going down without a fight like he revs up the chainsaw and stabs this thing right, right in the, the eye. fucking eye yeah. yeah it's cool because like the eyes are really fucking freaky looking because they're like these red big red eyes with these slit like kind of like cat like pupils 
and he stamps in the eye, like, all this kind of cool shade of blue blood comes pouring out of it. It's crazy. Yeah, that was a thing. Like liquid cool, man. Yeah, the reason there's so much multicolored blood was they're trying to appease the MPAA to try to avoid getting an NC-17 rating, which probably would have happened anyway, which is why they just put it out unrated. They actually did something like that in Star Trek VI. Weird. It's 91, so it's, like, crappy early CG, but, yeah, it's one part where you see blood from uh, Klingons, I'm, uh, and their blood is pink, which I guess was for the same reason. Gay. Yeah. Oh, they're, <laughs> they're aliens, too. I guess it's sort of more plausible. I'm just kidding, everybody out there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm yeah, really if there's sorry. any gay aliens listening, we meant you no I don't. Offense. Yeah, I don't mean to offend the gay extraterrestrials. The ETLGPT community. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh, boy. Also, we're really branching whole... out. <laughs> Dude, we're going to get a whole new audience with this episode. Whoa. That's a whole new world. The truth is out there. There are spirits among us. <laughs> Check it out, new age dude. <laughs> <laughs> I need a minute after all that shit. <laughs> Hang on, hey, we're God. so close. Let's keep going. I know. All right, so, yeah, we see more shit get sucked into the portal. The Oldsmobile and the tree and the head gets sucked away. That sounded suggestive. And uh, the, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, then the portal comes back and starts sucking everything up. Sucking it all up. Sucking it dry, and, I say. Yeah, and Ash flies in, too. And he flies through the fucking electric multi-megaverse. Yeah, like Christmas and, like, lights This is some, like, lightning. crazy acid trip And shit. I really like, like, yeah. as he's flying through the portal, it's like there's this sad violin music playing and like he's just sort of flipping end over end there's this like whoosh whoosh sound as he's like flipping around yeah it's like what when Homer gets lost in like the internet or something oh, that was that awesome. Treehouse of Horror it's just like floating through it's just he, he a gets, void he goes into the third dimension yeah he goes yeah. into like, like, like the portal behind the bookshelf or something <laughs> yeah. right and he like floats through it we see Ash and the Oldsmobile almost like slow motion just slam into the ground and they're like in a desert somewhere I thought this is kind of neat like this whole shot because it's like dead quiet it was quiet. awesome and then just slam it actually makes me wonder how how they got it like they had to drop a full car right like, and sink him must, up yeah, with they must it have yeah got a, they must have got a crane that must have been a pain in the ass fucking great though that worth they did. it spending that dealer on his bucks well yeah. the dino connection yeah he was the producer on dune by the way oh no shit yeah. and blue velvet and they get surrounded by knights and like he's a deadite they think he's one of the bad guys yeah but then one of the bad guys do show up it's like a devil bat thing yeah it's like a gargoyle yeah. sort of deal and the stop motion for most of the movie was pretty good but i think that they I tried to strut their stuff a little this. bit too much with this i love how this creature looks and how it's animated uh, yeah I, I like it too. it is a little corny i will admit that it doesn't look great yeah. but i don't mind but it's a whole fake like it's a whole big thing yeah it's like up in the sky too and yeah yeah it's great but ash like blows its head off yeah, all the yeah. knights are freaking out boomstick yeah. yeah and that's when we see sam raimi take his mask off fuck it mask off yeah the um, mask's on molly percocet i love and, um, this though because they predict he's the hero of the sky or whatever the fuck like those passages and his reaction is just no 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 what a fucking ending like his mind is just collapsing on the on the cell. He can't believe what is happening. Like he's just no longer in real life. Like, yeah, he's like baby cakes in that thing. He's like, let me tell you like, about the day cakes. in heaven. Let me tell you about <laughs> this, this motherfucking, motherfucking day in heaven. heaven. And that's how it ends. Yeah. Like now he's in fucking medieval times yeah, fighting more like, of these pieces of shit. Yeah, wow. That, yeah, and then we roll the credits to be concluded in Army of Darkness. Yeah. Evil Dead Two gets a ninety-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes with what? an audience score of three point eight out of five. Gets a 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb and a 3.8 out of 5 on Rate Your Music. How would you guys rate Evil to 2? Evil to 2, I don't even know what there is to say about this movie at this point. Like, I think a lot of people have 
talks about it. It's a classic for a reason. Like, it's one of those classic horror movies right up there with, like, the Universal monster movies, you know? But it also fits in with Chucky and Pinhead and Freddy Krueger and stuff. It really does hit both of those realms really nicely. Wonderful cinematography, really inventive shots, great hammy acting, you know? But it's not too distracting, you know? It's not over the top where it's taking you out of the movie. You got a nut up for stop motion. This is a movie for you. You great monsters, lots of monsters. I fucking love monster movies. Fucking tons of blood and gore. Go go wrong with that. I'm a gore hound. It's really funny and it's scary because it's got this like gritty edge to it. Even though it does get really wacky, it's still fucking scary because it's so, yeah, just gritty, so creepy. It's it's dirty. Everything is like nasty in this world and it, it really sells everything. I honestly would give this a five out of five and I'd highly recommend this to anybody around Halloween time. Like you're ridiculous. What the hell? Fuck, okay. Pick it up, buy it. The characters are great. The camera work is fantastic. The sound design, it's all on point. Like everything about this movie just kind of rolls together into yeah. like one really, really good package. It's got humor. It's got genuinely tense and scary moments. There's no reason to not watch this if it's around Halloween or if you're in the mood for like just some good fun, like good scary fun. Mm -hmm. I would also give this a five out of five. This is like one of my nice. favorite movies. I highly, highly recommend it if you haven't seen it yourself mm -hmm. to check it out. You will not be disappointed. Yeah, this is an easy five. It's <laughs> unanimous. And I don't think we've had this since like Wild Zero. Yeah. On the show. Yeah, this is one of my favorite movies of all time, like top 10, if not top five. The atmosphere is really unmatched. It's great. Like it is gritty and dirty, but there's like, it's clean and dirty at the same time. Yeah. You know what I <laughs> love about Evil Dead 2? <laughs> clean um, and dirty at the same time. I thought Bruce Campbell's performance was almost unparalleled in film history. Not one of the best, but one of my favorites. I agree. And one of the most memorable. I, the only thing I can compare it to is Bruce Campbell in Army of Darkness or Michael Keaton in Beetlejuice. Like that kind of unhinged. It's mm. just great to watch. I thought John Peake, Sarah Barry, and especially Ted Raimi were also really good too. The cinematography and the general camera movement is really thrilling to watch and the special effects are excellent. It blends horror and comedy really seamlessly. I called it a comedic horror film and not a horror comedy for a reason. Like it's fun yet, but it's really kind of foreboding at the same time. The mythology between the movies is really interesting and pretty unique. Yeah, I like the way the book is introduced at the beginning. It's just one of the most entertaining movies I've ever seen. I'd say like this in like Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee. It's just for five out of five on the fun factor. Like <laughs> those are some of those movies <laughs> as different as they are. It has like a timeless quality to it. It doesn't specifically feel like super like an 80s movie. And it puts me in the Halloween spirit in a big way, more than probably most of the Halloween films. Definitely. I was on record on those. Not that I hate them or anything, but like if you want to hear more about my thoughts on Halloween, go to Pass the Peanuts 4, colon, Mac and Sean Horror Talk, now available on SoundCloud, iTunes, and other sources. Local <laughs> internet near you. Has great rewatch value. Like we had it like to start our little movie fest like three years in a row and nobody ever got tired of it. I've watched it tons of times. I like it just as much, if not more, every time I see this thing. Ton of fun to watch with friends, especially you know, a few few drinks and or a smoky smokes. It's just really inventive, creative, just fucking balls to the wall, fun as hell. But it still creeps you out. There's a lot of parts in this movie that are generally kind of unsettling and eerie and it has kind of an action movie quality at times. If you like action movies, it's got that. Bruce Campbell has kind of like a the cheesy one-liner action star kind of quality in parts of it, especially towards <laughs> the end. And just what a fucking great ending. It's so crazy. It really made me want to rewatch the other two, the, the bookends of this series. And I really want to do those in this show too. Evil Dead 1 and Army of Darkness. 
thing would be great. It's more fun to watch than it is to talk about. So just watch it. It's great. Five out of five. Easy. Buy it. <laughs> you get off your ass. Go out. Go get it. Get back home. Get on your ass and watch it. I bought the Blu-ray for fucking fifteen dollars. You can't fucking skip the pizza for one night and Was just the, buy the movie instead. Did the Blu-ray <laughs> come with all three of them or just two? No, it came with two and the reboot of the first one. Well, yeah. hey, oh, you can watch that one if you want. It's not as good, but hey, it's know. a movie. It's it is a movie. <laughs> <laughs> can't deny it. Don't even try it. So yeah, next week's movie is 1996's Escape from L.A. Drip by John Cabrera. That's for you, Mondo Ken. So do we do it, and finally, it's gonna be real. The yes. dream is real. <laughs> the dream is alive at the Mondo Cool Manor. So I get a little bit more Bruce Campbell action in that one. In the meantime, check us out at MondoCoolMovieDudes.com, and we're also on iTunes. <laughs> Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. I beg ya. It really hurts. Yeah, we're also <laughs> on Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, and for a full list of places to check us out, go to MondoCoolMovieDudes.com slash links. We're on a bunch of areas. We're also on Facebook, Facebook.com slash MondoCoolMovieDudes, or you can follow us on Twitter, at MondoCoolMovies. You can email us any thoughts and feelings, movie suggestions, feedback, at MondoCoolMovies at gmail.com. So, thanks again for listening. We hope you check out Evil Dead 2. It's worth your while. Thanks, guys, for listening. Have a happy Halloween. Happy Fappy Halloween. Oh! <laughs> fappy Halloween! What is Fappy Halloween? Are people, like, spanking it to, like, Nightmare Before Christmas or something? No, it's when oh, you probably. cut a hole in a pumpkin. Fuck a pumpkin. Timber and fanboy. <laughs> Fuck a pumpkin. <laughs> Stick my dick in a pumpkin. Well, what do you oh. think? We have this pumpkin on the table. Oh, <laughs> oh I didn't realize that oh, was so the gangbang Oh, so that's why there's those pumpkin. three holes drilled into it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize that was the gangbang nice. pumpkin. Happy Halloween, guys! Yeah, stay Woo. safe. Don't eat razor blades. Yeah, like, again, like the kid in Halloween, too. You don't want to be him. You don't want to do that. Don't eat poison. You don't look like a clown. Don't and, eat candy uh, or the wrapper. It looks like it might have been messed with. It's hard to tell. If it's chocolate, smell it first to see if it's not rewrapped turd. Someone might have rewrapped a turd. So thanks again, guys. We love y'all. We love this movie. And join us next time for Escape from L.A. L.A. Have a good night. L.A. Bye.